0: Oh, my in-laws just called to let us know they're on their way over
1: and we're out of food. Great. Luckily, Instacart helps me get groceries delivered in as fast as an hour. Plenty of time to cook an in-law-worthy meal. Now, what to make? Chicken parm. Perfect. Download the Instacart app or visit instacart.com to get $10 off your first order using the code PREPARED10. Now the only thing to worry about is dinner conversation. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $35. Delivery subject to availability. Additional terms apply.
0: hello dear listeners this is a very special episode uh, which is just our chat with Maestro Harel who plays Randy such an awesome name as well it is yeah you, it's probably short for Randolph isn't it which is also an awesome name
1: yeah I, <laughs> I mean it's
0: just it's just win-win for maestro either way either way it's fantastic. Yeah, basically, guys, when you hear the voices uh, interjected into the, our regular season, regular episodes, um, it's part of a longer conversation. What we want to do is show you some of the full-length conversation. So this is the full-length conversation we spoke to Randy about what he's up to now and what he was up to and how he got involved in The Wire, which, as you all know, is the best TV show ever. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Um, and the, first, the first thing we'd like to ask our the guys have been on the show, whether they've been uh, cast or crew or in production is, well, Maestro, how did you get involved in the wire in the first place?
1: How did I get involved in the wire in the first place? Well, it all started with an audition. So I was right before that, I was living in, um, I was living in Atlanta. Cause I, you know, I do music as well. And I was like, mm-hmm. at the time I signed, uh, Virgin records and Jermaine Dupri or whatever. So I was like down there doing my whole thing. And then, um, basically I was like being bad and shit and got sent back home. Uh, and then I got sent back home. That's and, Chicago, right? Yeah. back to Chicago. Uh, cause I was living, I was living with Jermaine and Janet for like two years before that. And so then, um, you know, like that lifestyle and then coming back home <laughs> and it was like, Oh, right. Like life's normal. So, uh, I was, but you know, I had always been acting like, my acting career started. That was one thing about, um, my career in general. Uh, I started acting when I was like, Two, three years old, like with right. commercials and stuff, and my my—that's why my parents named me Maestro. Was like all with the music, acting, entertainment was the plan. Um, and then you know, um, I had like some big commercials, like be like Mike Ad uh, with the Gatorade. I yeah. on TV, sh- had my own TV show on, when I was eight, called Guys Like Us. It came on uh, in between like Mo- Moesha and Malcolm and Eddie. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? So like real '90s era type stuff. Uh, and then I hadn't done television in a while. Like I did theater. I did The Lion King um, at the Cadillac Palace here, play young Simba. Uh, just, you know, all this was work, Ali, Barbershop, like I had done stuff, but really I hadn't, once, you know, once I had left in the music for a while, then when I came back home, I, you know, I was like, all right, well back to the audition grind, I guess. And so then I got an audition for The Wire and I went in and the first is, it, uh, it was, I want to say, it was Ted and Pascal. That was the name of the, uh, the casting office. Uh, but, basically I went in and they read me first for Michael. Right. Yeah. That was the first character they read me for. And they liked me and they were like, well, we want to bring him back and we want to read them for this other role. And I had worked with this casting office a lot. Like they're, they're really big in Chicago. And they like had done all this stuff. They were like, yeah, we want to read them for one other role. And that was Randy. Yeah. And so I went in, I read for Randy and then you know, we got the call back, like, like the yo, know, the producers really liked them. We wanna blah blah blah. We wanna whatever. Um, and so then they wanted to bring me out to Baltimore to test. And then I uh, went out to Baltimore to test. And yeah, and that's why I first met uh uh what's the Um Joe chappelle And that was the first time I met uh Ed Burns, you know, yeah. and uh David Sattler, all those guys. And um uh, they were all in the room just watching and yeah, and I did the test, and, and when I went to test, it was at the, it was actually at the production office, uh, right, right by the harbor in Baltimore. And then, uh, Julito. Julito was the other person who was there at the time, nice. and I remember seeing him, ponytail, the whole deal, and I remember thinking, damn his character is way cooler than mine. <laughs> like, I was like, yo, I was like, Why can't I? I was like, man, maybe I could be that guy. Cause he's like, he's the cool one. You know what I mean? It's so funny. Cause that's another thing. A lot of people don't realize we got the scripts one at a time.
0: Right. So, so you, didn't, you didn't know what the arc was. You just saw Randy lives with, uh-oh. lives with Miss Anna. Uh,
1: ex- exactly. Yeah. Like we, all we knew was, you know he he you know he, he uh he's a foster child he's blah blah and what happened in that episode first episode so uh, so that's why I felt like a lot of the performances were were so real because yeah. we had no clue what, like I said we're walking in like until name you know until, well there's okay to have spoilers right of course yeah or, okay Again, yeah until, it's like, because. oh you're gonna chop it up right right, right. Uh, yeah. Until, yeah until until Naaman's getting slapped up by Canard. <laughs> like you, we, you ain't, I ain't know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So then you like, oh, okay. I guess that's, you know, that's a whole different story. Like, But that's what I loved about it. Like you I read for Michael first. I didn't know where Michael was headed. You know, no. it's like, it all makes it. That was the coolest part about, about the whole situation. Like you had no clue where you were headed. And that's what made you, you acted every scene. It was, and it was dope too. Like that first episode this was the first time we really kicked it, you know, I know what I mean? The-
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, I've watched the show like five times now, maybe more, <laughs> all the way through. Nice. nice, One of the things we get from from the cast, I guess, particularly the guys that died and passed away or got right. shot or killed in, in the show, is that they didn't know until they saw the script. No, and really. one of the production guys, uh, a guy called Damon... Um, who, who I'm quite friend, good friends with now after doing this mm. podcast for a few years. Right. Um, he was saying that like, DeAndre was talking about buying a new car. Sorry, uh, Larry Gillard was talking about buying a new car. And DeAndre was like, I don't know, man, you've been, they have focused on you quite a lot in the past two episodes. I just like, be yeah. like...
1: You might want to chill and, out. Bro. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's rough. And that's the thing about this show. Like, Like I said, that's why all the performances and everything hit so real, because at the end of the day, like, you didn't know, like, even even um interest didn't know like when, nah. they, when you know, when they got straight like they didn't know like so it's um yeah it's it's definitely like i said it's one of the few shows that i feel that is why you get the performances you do though because they that's how they ran the show it mm-hmm. didn't matter how you know who you were or what to like you know other than maybe a dominic west no one probably really knew what was gonna happen next but that's fine because that allows you to just be in the moment and do yeah. what you're supposed to be doing at the time. Like, we wouldn't act the way we're acting right now if we knew what was going to happen in two months.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So, like, so let's talk about that first episode, of the Boys of Summer episodes. You yeah. said you, you, you and Julito and, and Jermaine, all the guys together. Do yeah. you know how much time? How much time do you guys just get to spend with each other before shooting and um the go live basically?
1: Before shooting, it was a little bit because we had school. So right. yeah, I remember like we were, you know, we were in the school trailer doing that. We either had school at the production office or we had it at uh, like a little trailer on set. And yeah, like it was funny because it was really like high school. Like you had all the dynamics. So like, me and Julio were the closest in age, so we were like un- inseparable. Right. Uh, like that,
0: and, that and that's like, a big difference. Uh, that when you're that that kind of age, like one year's difference is like
1: exactly because I was a yeah. freshman and he was a sophomore. Right. And then Jermaine or and then uh Tristan was a junior or Mac was a junior. And then uh then Jermaine, I want to say, was going into was a was going into high school that next year. Right. So I'm not gonna lie, I picked on Jermaine like crazy. Like I was, I was I was so now we're really we're really good friends, but it's so funny because he always makes fun of me like, oh, I was so I was so rough on this kid because you know he was the young, he was the youngest one, and then also I think what it was too was I was so I had just come like off of like also being like like living in Atlanta doing all this other kind of stuff, and like you know I had people toughening me up because you know on some artist stuff like yo like you mm. you're, you're acting like a lame right now like, you gotta cool up like you know what I mean that kind of got. <laughs> Oh, and I would hit like I would hit Jermaine with the worst comebacks, everything. But it was like it was funny though, because just looking back, I'm like, ah, oh, such an ass. But like now we're like, you know, we're, we're all cool. But uh, but it, it was uh, Jermaine and Tristan were really close. But yeah. I think that also came from that, like Tristan being the older one, so he was a little more like, nah, I give the kid a break. You know what I mean? Type deal. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny because we all were like, <laughs> it was one one year or two years at max, but. Like you said, at that age, it makes a huge difference. Like, I'm legitimately a 13, 14-year-old. Jermaine's just becoming a teenager. You yeah. see what I mean? Type deal. Like, Julito's like... And also, that's the other thing. Even where we all came from, it was cool. Because like, I come from Southside South Side of Chicago. Um, uh, Matt came from uh, Staten Island, the Staten yeah. Island project. And then Julito was in uh, Flatbush project. And so... it it was cool. And Jermaine, Jermaine grew up in Maryland. So it was one of those things where it was also cool to just see the difference in like, just how the, like how the casting was like so spot on because it it was cool because these guys also come from, like, we all came from like some kind of version of that, even if it wasn't to that, obviously that extent, but you know, we still like nobody really came from a place that was a picnic, you know what I mean? I'll put it that way, you know? So, we still understood the, you know, the, uh, the
0: trials and tribulations, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. The trials and tribulations and what's really going on in, in these kinds of areas, you know. Um, but it was cool because when we shot, like I said, when we shot the Boys of summer episode, like it was dope because even when we were doing all that stuff, the in between takes, even just the stuff like, get, like getting the pitch, grabbing the pigeons and all the kind of stuff, like <laughs> man, it, re- it really was like, you know, it's four kids over here, like, yo, we're shooting this, but it's also like, how would you really catch this? Man, you couldn't catch this. Like it's like the same like thing we'd really be doing. It's like, bro, is that a homer? You don't know what a fucking homer. is. like, like the same like same idea, but just you know being scripted. Uh, yeah, it was dope, man.
0: Right, we're gonna we're gonna cut there. There is uh, you know there's more to this interview, but we are uh, leaving the the full uh, length interviews with all the cast and crew we speak to. Uh, exclusively for our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the wire stripped. So if you want to to join their ranks, tell them how Kobe. Yeah, go to patreon.com forward slash the wire stripped. And the important reason is why, not how. And the reason why is because all the money that uh, is generated by our Patreon account, uh, where you can get other fantastic perks, other interviews, uh, some goodies. Um, All the money goes to the Ella Thompson Fund, which is the charity that's supported by the Cast and crew and production team behind The Y, including David Simon. Yes, he is an avid supporter of the Ella Thompson Fund.
1: You just heard a stripped media production.